This is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life. This is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast, part two, really. Yes. Here with Sherry Capilla, I'm Bill McMinn, and we, we were talking about cliches, and I think the reason that I first started getting interested in this, it, now, I'm not saying it should irk me, I'm just saying it does irk me, I'm admitting it. It, it irks me a little bit when I see these fluffy yeah. statements out there. <laughs> That are, are just meant to, oh, let me help you. I'm going to throw you a fluffy statement. Yeah. And everyone's clapping like they're a bunch of seals. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> arr, 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 so awesome. uh-huh. You're so great. You're so awesome. You just told me to be you. <laughs> you're, I get it. You're a guru. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, this is what it takes today. Like, all it's I need to do as a takes. guru is just pile up a bunch of, yeah. like, little cute sayings and you'll have a following because everyone's just going to jive right into it because it yeah. hits their emotional funny bone, whatever. And they can. Yeah. Connect. Psychological cookie. Yeah. That's all it is. I do like cookies. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. that I can, re- I can understand that analogy. Exactly. <laughs> that they are, that they are slopping them down. Right. <laughs> but it's not, are, it's yeah. not a real meal. I mean, I can't no. have that. And what I'm saying is some of the stuff would be akin to eating cookies all the time. Mm-hmm. It's not really going to be a strong basis. I wouldn't have a diet of just cookies. I think throw some mm-hmm. cookies in there are great. Yeah. And I, I don't have a problem in certain circumstances where someone's like, Hey, be yourself. Instead yeah. of talking to some teenager who thinks they have to Absolutely. be this and that and wear these shoes and wear the, no, just be who you are. Mm-hmm. Stop worried about what everyone else is doing. Go do the things you like to do. Well, all my friends are into this, so I'm going to play this. Yeah. Well, what do you, what do you want to do? Yeah. Go go do the things you're talented at and exactly. be good at. And don't want to worry about there what everyone's doing. There is value to that. Absolutely, absolutely, there is. And yeah. so, especially like in the context of talking to a teenager, right. like you mentioned, right? You but know? be you. Ex- well, so, so let's go there. I mean, let's. I see it all the time. I see this as a regular, yep. steady staple in social media. Is go out there today and be you. Mm. Now I talked to my one buddy about it, and he said, "Well, yes, if you're talking to a bunch of." younger people who aren't themselves. He goes, but the interesting thing is the more they say it, the more they look alike. Mm, He said, because they're all, they all want to dress alike, be alike, do the same thing, follow the same pattern. So there's not really, he said, I agree in being original. I agree in standing out, you know, that, that kind of stuff I would agree with, but he goes just to be, be you. No. Yeah. Yeah. You need to just be authentically yourself. That's a gift of freedom right there. But Otherwise, you're just matching and blending in. But here's the thing. I, I think the danger of telling somebody to be you is what happens when the pedophile sees it? Mm. What happens when the person who's uh, angry and just yells at people because that's who I am? Because mm. I've heard that before. Yeah, somebody yells and screams, breaks things, terrorizes their family. And then, they're well, that's just who I am. Oh. I just yell at people. I'm just negative. I just can't control my temper. It's just who I am. Mm-hmm. Okay, now your BU just went to that person. Yeah. They can then take that to their spouse. Well, I just read today, BU. So I'm just going to be myself. That's all I need to be. And if you can't accept it, that's your problem. Yeah, that's an excuse. Not wanting to rise up and go higher. That's where these, these cliches do us no service. Right. It's a, well, I think it doesn't account for the sin nature. I think it doesn't account for the fact that sometimes people are rotten. Mm-hmm. 
And it's nothing wrong with admitting yeah. I'm rotten. So yeah. I, and you have this where you need discernment when you read these You're things. Right. Yes. There's an aspect of stop worrying about. Yep. Here's what Solomon said. He saw a lot of stuff in the world that was happening for somebody keeping up. It was envy out of your neighbor. Mm-hmm. He said, much of the struggle in life, much of the toil in life came because of somebody's envy of their neighbor and trying to keep up. Okay. I get that. You know, I, I can see that being a problem. So yeah. be yourself if you, you don't need to have that driveway because they have that cement driveway, don't tell Jerry that. Uh, you don't have to. <laughs> Jerry. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to do these things just because yeah. somebody else has it. You're absolutely right. Right. I mean, how much different would our world be? How much better would it be if we could just tell everybody, just be your authentic, your authentic self, eyes on your own lane, don't worry about what everybody else is doing and aim for what it is that God is calling you to do in your life. Authentically be yourself. There's right. nothing wrong with that. Or authentically aim to become who you know a better version of right. yourself. Or if you're but, a Christian, don't be afraid to be a Christian. Yes, I think you could apply it that way. You huge. could say, hey, be yourself, meaning, okay, well, I'm a Christian, and I'm not going to be afraid to say that I believe in Jesus Christ, yes. and I believe in the Bible, and I go to church, and yeah. I don't really care what you guys all think about it. So yeah. you've got to be willing. When I work for... This has never been a big issue for me, to be honest with you. Maybe that's why I don't really relate to it, because who else would I be? Like, I kind of look at it the logical standpoint and say, well, who else would I be? But I wasn't afraid to be different. I wasn't afraid to be the guy not drinking when everyone else was drinking. I wasn't afraid to be the guy not cursing when everyone was cursing. I wasn't afraid to be the guy working when no one else was working. Like, I wasn't afraid. I mean, that's kind of how I grew up in a world that didn't quite understand the Christian perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I was living out my faith, so yeah. I didn't really care. <clears throat> but I honestly, legit, probably by nature, just don't really care. Yeah. I care about doing well. Yeah. I care about doing a good job. Mm-hmm. I care about getting things done. I care about that kind of stuff. I'm not <clears throat> beholden a lot to what people say. Yeah. If you're close That's to me, freedom. if you're close to me, yes. If you're somebody who doesn't even know me and you say you hate me, it's irrelevant to me because I'm like, I don't even know you. You don't even know me. How could you even have an opinion one way or the other? So I, that, that kind of stuff. I just, and as a pastor and as a leader, That's a good characteristic to have, not to be caught up in what everyone else is saying about you. Yeah, it's something that I think we develop in our walk. It's it's as we get stronger in our faith and understand that we're growing and maturing, we're able to stand up in that. And that's a real Christian freedom. Right. Yeah, so peer pressure wasn't a thing for me. Like, I didn't per se feel it. Does that make sense? I'm not saying that I've never done stuff because well that's what everyone else wants not yeah. bad stuff but okay hey if that i'm gonna go with the flow here if you guys all want to eat steak mm-hmm. or chinese or whatever yeah and those kind of things mm-hmm. sure i'm gonna kind of go along with the yeah. flow not morally yeah. speaking i'm gonna be that's where i'm not afraid to be myself yeah, and just yeah. say no this is my stand this is what i believe and i value people that are the same because i think they're going to challenge you more in your thinking oh, yeah so that's one of those sayings where yeah i mean be you sure mm-hmm. i mean if you, you're talking about being an individual and not you know, folding the peer pressure and stuff. I can see it, but it's just a platitude to be out there as a solve all. I don't, I wouldn't call it the solve all comment because sometimes we need to refine who we are. We need to work out our salvation with fear and trembling, right? We need to, those who are, you know, lying are to go to tell the truth. Those who've been stealing or work hard with the hands, those who have been saying rotten things need to say beneficial things. Obviously the Bible is expecting us to make changes in our lives and to repent where we need to. Absolutely. And that's where the change comes from is through that repentance. Right. All right. Love yourself. Oh boy. That one's hard for a lot of people. 
No, what do you think of the phrase? I mean, I've heard people, I talked to somebody and they defended it and they say, hey, you know, a lot of people struggle because they don't feel like they're worthy. Sure. And not in a right way because they are, but they they don't feel like they are. So we're just trying to encourage people. But what's your take on it? As a phrase, I mean, I think it has no value, obviously. You know, I mean, love yourself. A lot of people don't even understand what that means or why that's scripturally important. Right. To love yourself. So just throwing it out there, you know, love yourself, all of the things but that we're But where in saying. the Bible are we commanded to love yourself? <clears throat> the Ten Commandments, right? Like, love your neighbor. Right? Yeah, love your neighbor. Yeah, as, as you love yourself. Top top commandment is love God. Second commandment is, yourself. yeah, love, yeah. Yeah. Your love your neighbor yeah. as yourself. The assumption is you already love yourself. Yeah. Therefore, yeah. it's never a command. Yeah. It's like you would never have to be oh, commanded. That's an interesting perspective. You yeah. would never have to be commanded to be prideful. Mm-hmm. Your your command what the command is constantly is to be humble mm-hmm. because we already tend to be prideful. Yeah. We already what I'm saying is the natural tendency is to love yourself. That does not mean you're not insecure. It doesn't yeah. mean you like everything about yourself. Sure. It doesn't mean you haven't allowed this world to make yeah. you feel very insecure yep. because people didn't love you as much as you already loved yourself. Mm-hmm. I find that a lot of times the, the problem that I've seen is not that people don't actually love themselves. Yeah. They're discouraged because people have not accepted them ah, that's the way huge. that they already have. That's huge. They that's do really love themselves. Hard. And you know that you love you. How do you know? Because you fed yourself. Yeah. Because you brushed your teeth. You care enough. Because you cared enough to yeah. worry about how you look. Yeah. You obviously loved yourself all over the yeah. place. We we love ourselves to death. Yep. We tend to be, and the, the indicator of that is we tend to be very selfish yes. and i'm not saying i don't I, i'm saying you know no, selfish is selfish is a tendency i have to yeah. fight too so that's my my bark with it is well yes but you do love yourself sitting around telling people to do stuff they already yeah. do no value. i think that what they're trying to say from what the one girl told me is what what we're trying to say is some people because of our society because of the images that are put out there especially for women that you have to look a certain way mm-hmm that don't feel like you have to look that way. Mm, Right. That I I agree. Like I understood what the woman said, because I I challenged her on it because she's a believer. And so I challenged her because I know her well enough. I challenged her on the thinking. I'm like, what are you got? What are you even saying? Like, why are you saying this all the time and say, Hey, just got out there and love yourself. Like you didn't, like you didn't wake up today and love yourself. She goes, well, Bill, we're just saying that, you know, if we don't measure up to the, to what the standards we are, Mm But again, does telling them to love themselves really no, deal with the underlying thinking of, hey guys, stop putting ideals on yourself that don't belong there. Yeah. I think the problem is we're putting ideals on ourselves that God didn't put world, on there. You're absolutely we're, right. we're looking at magazine covers that are spray painted women, I'm saying women are, mm-hmm. and feeling like if my shape isn't a certain way, or if I don't and have six pack abs, or if I don't, you know what I mean, that I'm not measuring up. How, many, how much has sold in fear in this country, yeah. what I call snake oil, yeah, <laughs> which I was teasing. That's what I was. Now I remember what I was teasing Lindsay about. It was snake oil. But anyway, is is sold because of the fear of if a guy's losing his hair, and he's afraid of that, they're going to sell him something for four hundred dollars a month or hundred dollars a month oh, some yeah. product because they're they're selling it based on his fear. Mm. Right. Yeah, I can. See I mean, that. how many things are sold based on the yeah. fear that we're not going to look well enough or something's yeah, happening? You're absolutely and right. You're absolutely right. That's huge. Right. And it's like, instead of saying, you know, just love yourself, say what you mean. Right. Don't, I then, I would say more, guys, don't, don't accept the ideals the world has put up there. No. You don't have to look a certain way. Like, that, I could embrace. Yeah. But, but we, again, we try to, I think one of the problems of our world today is we're trying to condense everything down to simplistic sayings. Mm -hmm. 
And do I, do I have a problem with someone saying love yourself? No, if you got a kid that everyone's been telling them that they rot and they have no self-esteem, mm-hmm. I would say, no, realize who you are in Christ. Yeah. God loves you. You are lovable. I find that most people have inherent value. Most people have things that are great about them that yep. they're, I'm, I'm constantly, and I'm telling you constantly amazed by people yeah. that probably are actually very insecure. I can see that. And I'm amazed by what they can do and what yeah. their talents are. And they don't even see it. Isn't How many times amazing? have you seen a pretty, a beautiful All woman that's this insecure? All the time. Right. And they don't, they don't put that out there, but when you talk with them, you can really get that right. sense because you can't hide that. Right. You really can't. But they're putting themselves out there all the time. And a lot of times what I've talked to Lindsay about it before, Lindsay's our producer, if you're wondering who I'm talking, there's the third person in the room. There's yeah. us two and her. But anyway, uh, yeah, I think that a lot of times the self-love is also put in the context of, let me show you another picture of me in a bikini. Oh, yeah. It's, I, I don't know. I look at it as more as love me. World. You're asking the world to love me. Yeah. You're not really worried about loving yourself. Obviously you do, or you want to put the picture out there. Yeah. You're, you're wanting the world to love you. And I think that's where you see that insecurity where you're seeing that feeling like I need some kind of affirmation and maybe we put too much value in the affirmation of other people. We do. And you know, I don't know if we mentioned it in this particular episode, but a lot of it stems from us perpetually looking for validation outside of ourselves. And when we don't receive that or we receive rejection, it makes it impossible for us to love ourselves. But, and it's, and rejection is part of life. You're going to get rejected. Not everyone's going to like you. And and we just have to understand that it's very difficult. It's a very, this whole human relationship thing can be pretty tedious. Easily. Don't yeah, you think like, so because then, then you, you might walk, like I might walk by someone. They're like, are they mad at me? No, I'm Paul. Trust me. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not mad. <laughs> I don't walk around mad at people. Yeah. I don't walk around thinking bad things about people. Yeah. You know, my work, if I'm thinking about waking up in the middle of the night and thinking about people, it's like, man, I haven't seen them in a while. I'm going to pray. I hope they're okay. Hope yeah. They're okay. Yeah. Yeah. I hope they're okay. Yeah. Yeah. I had a dream about that person. I hope they're okay. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's what I'm going to be thinking. I'm not around sitting around thinking negative things. About yeah. No, people, I'm the same you know. way. I'm the same way. Right. Do whatever makes you happy. This is one I've heard as far as this is definitely cliche. Love yourself. You could argue, well, hey, you know, there's value in there because I'm going to say, the only thing I'm going to say about love yourself is it's not a biblical commandment. And let's understand that. It's an, it's an assumption. Yeah. Why, why are wives not commanded ever to love their husbands? Have you ever thought about that? Mm. Not one time in the Bible is a wife ever told to love her husband. Never. Told to respect her husband. Why? The assumption is she already does. Yeah. Therefore, she doesn't need to be told, yeah. but she might not respect him. <laughs> yeah. So, and a guy is told, isn't that scary? A guy is commanded to love his wife because maybe the assumption is, is that? that he doesn't, always, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I would say when the Bible doesn't speak about it, it's because there's an assumption that yeah, that's you, a good point. I love there's that. an yep. assumption that yeah. you already do. We're actually told to love our wives as we love our own selves. The assumption never does the Bible say, Hey, before you love your wife, make sure you love yourself. Mm-hmm. The Bible says, no, you love your wife like you already do because you feed yourself and you care for yourself. Yeah. So obviously you, you take care of her. Yeah. That's the assumption because the Bible's not getting into all this complicated Psycho babble. Yeah. It's just saying, hey, you know what? You got clothed today. You took care of yourself. Why don't you go yeah. take care of her too? Gosh, Make sure she's point. okay, right? That's a good point. But, but anyway, I think too, the this whole notion of do whatever makes you happy, <laughs> I have seen this as a justification of mm. everything. I mean, yep. divorce, especially. This is where I've really seen it. Well, I've got to do what makes me happy. Oh, yeah. And then parents see their kids doing bad stuff. And the parents will say, I just told, I just told Junior, Junior, You've got to do whatever makes oh, you that's happy. That's hard. That's hard. That is so hard because then we start living feeling focused 
mm-hmm. and chasing what we want as opposed to what we need in our lives. Right. Yeah. And what will bring you short-term happiness can also bring you long-term pain. Absolutely. You go as a spouse Always. and you cheat on your spouse. Is there Always. happiness short-term? Yeah. Uh-huh. That yep. long-term pain. But there's going to be yep. long-term price. Yeah. So it ain't worth yeah. the short-term happiness. Yeah. And this is what people don't understand. I mean, there's been tons of people that I've talked to. It's like, oh, yeah, I wish I would have worked harder on my marriage. I wish I wouldn't have gotten divorced. I wish I wouldn't. But again, all the people in the lunchroom are telling them the same thing. You just yeah. got to make you happy. You got to yeah. worry about you. You don't worry about them. You oh, just got to worry about you and what you're going through. Yeah. You just make yourself we're chasing happy. happy. Right. And happy isn't what we're to chase. I mean, we're not even recognizing the value of even being holy. Well, I don't mind. I don't mind chasing happiness because the pursuit of happiness is part of our inalienable rights, and I'm 100 percent for pursuing it. Yeah. But understanding oh. of what's going to make me happy is not filling me. Yeah. What's going to make me happy is doing stuff like being in a wana last yeah. night yeah. and seeing kids come out and yeah. seeing kids have fun. That makes me happy. Absolutely. Serving makes me happy. Yep. If I'm just going to live a life where it's all about me, I will promise. Look, look around. Yeah. These people are not happy. No, they're not. Right. But they keep seeking it. You know, they're they're seeking it right. in every area. It's all about me, 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 what I right. want, what I'd like to have. We justify stuff. Yeah, we do. You know what I'm saying? Like we just the happiness thing is a justification mm-hmm. for bad behavior mm-hmm. and you need to think through it because yeah. you need to think through, okay, yes, I understand you bailing right now or quitting this job or doing like my daughter writes me, tells me all the stuff, and I'm like, well, that's what you feel right now, but yeah. may I assure you, you yes. need to hang in there. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm not going to tell her, you just do what makes you happy. I'm going to tell her what's right. She values that because she knows I'm not going to tell her, just yeah. make yourself happy. I'm going to tell her what's the right thing to do. And you know, the only time- And that will really, make you happy in the it, long run. It will. And the only time I think that that's worthy advice to dispense is if somebody's thinking about cutting their hair. <laughs> I mean, otherwise there's really not a lot of value. I mean, just in saying, you know, just do what makes you happy. Do I want to cut my hair short? Does it make you happy? Sure, go for it. There's not a lot of value in it. I agree. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> Listen, what does your husband want? What does my wife want? What does my hair look like? Well, I asked my wife how she I worry more about what she thinks than anyone yeah. else, right? So As you should. And again, when I'm making her happy, I am happy. Absolutely. So I find like make yourself happy. No, go make somebody else happy. You will be happy. Now that's a cliche. That's a good one. Happy wife, happy, happy life, life, right? Is that true? Or is it a truism? I think it's, yes. <laughs> it doesn't matter to me either way. I don't care. <laughs> I think it's yes. You call it trite. You call it trite. <laughs> I live by it. But you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I'm like, no, I want my wife to be happy. Yeah. I don't want to die with an unhappy <laughs> wife. I'm going to tell you what. I don't want her like, good, he's gone. Yeah. I've lived my life to be missed. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, there's a reason for everything. Terrible oh, wow. thing to say. Yeah. Listen, if you're going to excuse hard. some drunk driver runs over your little kid, and we as Christians are all going to go running to their house, mm-hmm. God has a reason for everything. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, God just ran over my kid? Mm-mm. No, God did not run over your kid. Mm-mm. God had nothing to do with it. No. That, was a, that drunk had it, Free and this will. is a sinful world. A lot of bad yep. stuff happens because of a sinful world. Yep. This we live in a system. I don't believe that there's a reason, a specific reason yeah, for everything. I, I don't. I don't. I totally agree with you. I totally right. agree. That's us perpetually walking in our sin nature, perpetually right. doing what we will to do because God gave us that free will, and also just appeasing our flesh at right. any point in time. Right. I agree. Yeah. Follow your heart. Oh. That's another one. Yeah. Just follow your heart. How many times have you heard that? Oh, all the time. I'm sure there's posters and everything and Everywhere, there's songs. Right. All the things. Right. And I mean, it, I see it a lot, you know, because of what I do for a living. And so 
we don't realize how following our heart, you know, like you were talking about, is a broken compass, like right. you mentioned. It really is. Because right. it's all about what you're thinking and feeling in any given moment, and that might not necessarily be right. the best thing for the, your, out, your outcome in right. the long term. I agree with what Ecclesiastes say, be happy and do good. Yeah. Yes, you do. I, yeah. I, I, that's right yeah. in the Bible. This is yeah. one of his, my, exactly. It's a verse on my Instagram bio is right yep. there. Be happy and do good. Is because I simple? think those are two, I think those are two things. But to, for me to just follow my heart, I've realized there are times where my brain's like, that's a no, no. Yes. And my heart's like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> so that's where you have to realize, yeah. no, you got to follow your brain and wisdom and just yeah. not do what your heart, because your heart will lead you astray. Absolutely. I mean, it, it just, because there's sit in there. Absolutely. Right. Yes. All right. You're enough. Oh, well, yeah. That's not, I see this a lot. Yeah. Is actually, it, is it true? Are we enough? Well, why do we need God if we're enough? Exactly. Why do we need the church if we're yeah. enough? We need why do we need other we people can. if we're enough? You know, exactly. I, I think it's a, it's a simple thing. And I'm not even sure, honestly, like I'm not, I'll have to ask the female friends that I have, like, yeah. what do you mean by this? So that they can fill me in. Well, no, what we're really saying, because this is how it has to go. It's like, well, on the face value, it's this. Then they're, then they'll say, oh, yes, what we're really saying. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I want to know. Like, what are you really saying? Yeah. I don't know, but I know this. I would never ever say I'm enough and I don't care about the rest of you mm. because I realize I am yeah. not enough. I am not enough to run this church. Mm -hmm. I'm not yep. enough to run anything great. Yep. I will never be stronger than my team, the teams around me exactly. ever, Absolutely. ever, 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 ever. There's nothing great that I've ever done that I've yep. done alone. Nothing. Absolutely. Everything that I've done is in tandem. Everything that I've accomplished Absolutely. is with the help of others. Yep. I do not look at myself like I'm enough. I look at the world as every day. Yeah. Give us this day our daily bread. There's a dependence on God. That's where I bark at some of these things where I'm like, okay, well, you just said you're enough. I would say that's probably not a biblical sentiment. No. Even as a mom raising right. children, I mean, I'm not enough to raise them. They need to have, they need everybody to, to right. round them out to be who they need to be. Right. I would agree. Uh, be your own hero is one you like yeah, to make fun of. So even, go ahead. I'm not so proud of that, Pastor Bill. I mean, literally, it was a selfie, and then like the Facebook, you know, I don't know, frame du jour that they had that said, "Be your own hero," and I put it out there, and I was just so proud of it. But like, it's one of those things now where I can look back on it, and I'm like, no, you can't save yourself. That's why you need a savior, right? I mean, I didn't know it then. I, I would now it'd be someone else's hero. I might agree with. Yeah, I can see that. Right. I mean, be, hey, go be a hero help. to somebody, go help somebody today. Yeah. I would that, but to me to be my own hero seems hopeless. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> if you were struggling, go save yourself. <laughs> I'm drowning. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, you don't tell the drowning person to be their own hero and rescue themselves. No. They no. obviously need help. And when yeah. you need help, you need help. Yeah. I don't know. But again, these are the kind of saying, I think there's a lot of good, feel good sayings. Yeah. People are trying to make themselves happy. Yep. And the other thing I will add in before we close the show, I see a lot of this, a lot of quotes, a lot of posts, a lot of it seems like we're sinking and banking on, especially sinking, like anchoring ourselves into poetry quotes. Yeah. Uh, be kind, which I don't disagree with. Yeah. I think that we should absolutely be kind. I see it on t-shirts everywhere. Yeah. Obviously people are wearing it because they don't think we are being kind. So we, we need <laughs> we need to be reminded. But I, I look at these things and say, no, there's also a biblical base we need under us yeah. as a more solid yeah. foundation. Build your house on the word of God. Yeah don't just build it on a saying. So exactly. if you think that 
you're going to have the nourishment to get through life yeah. on just pithy little sayings. I yeah. would say, no, I mean, sure. They can guide you at times. Mm -hmm. They can help you at times. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's some merit in a lot of it. If you're helping something, you know, if somebody's going through a lot of change, I'll say it. I've said it to myself. Nothing stays the same forever. Yeah. That saying True. has literally helped me to keep my sanity. True. Change is the only constant. <clears throat> Absolutely. Right. right. Yeah. That's another way of saying yeah. it. It's just things are going to change. Yeah. I accept it. They were saying uh, something about life as a journey. And this one guy was talking about it, And he said that one of the issues with it is, is this is people's excuse of why they lose friends, of why they're not there for people. They're yeah. like, well, life is a journey. So you only had a little piece of my life. And instead of like really getting down to the nitty of gritty, why am I changing friends yeah. every one year? What's why am on? I going through what's going on in this world? Why am I not connecting? What is yeah. it about me? We'll just say, well, life's a journey. So that's mm. okay. Well, maybe it is, maybe it's not. Life is a journey, by the yeah. way. And I've, yeah. I've, I've cliched that one myself. I'm, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not guiltless in this stuff, you guys. I mean, I, I have, I'm sure that I've said there's a reason for everything at times too. There's plenty of things I've said yeah. in my life, just like everyone else, because I think sometimes we say things without really evaluating what's the most helpful. And maybe we need to ask ourselves when people are really saying this, what are you really saying? And maybe instead of me being a little bit like snitty about it at times I could just say, well, what are, what is going on in this person's yeah. life that they're saying this? Like, what are they yeah. seeing that that's their, that's the thing that they want to say most. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Ask questions. Yeah. Oh, as, as a life coach, that's my job. Ask the question. Ask the question. Yeah. Right. So, well, and you are a life coach, so yeah. I'm sure you help a lot of people on a regular basis and it's probably a lot of happiness from helping people. Oh. It's, well, it's like one of your cliches, find your passion and you'll never work a day in your life. Yeah. I'm telling you, I have found God's passion for my life and every day I work. Right. I would say, yeah, work to, to help your passions. I look, yeah, I love what I do. Yeah. I've just gone through the last three days were, you know, 12 hour days every day. It's like, yeah, you go, you're gone at nine or before you're getting home at nine and 10 o'clock every yeah. night. Yeah. Yeah, I love what I do, but it's still, there's it's a, a lot, lot to do and there's a lot of work, yeah, yeah, involved in it. And that's okay. Yep. You know, I wouldn't want every day to be that, but, you know, we realize the season that we're in right yeah. now as a church is starting to want yeah. and kicking off all our yeah. small groups. And yeah, there's just a lot yeah. happening, a lot of people to talk to, a lot of yeah. people encourage. And yeah, pray for the church, honestly. You know what I'm saying? We're doing great, but I mean, pray for strength yeah. and a lot of exciting things that are going on. But I appreciate you coming in. Absolutely. I'll save some of these others and, you know, maybe we can talk about them another time. Right. And, you know, there, there's plenty of things to discuss when it yeah. comes to this world and yes. living in relationships and all kinds of things. But thanks for coming in. Absolutely. I do appreciate Absolutely. it. Thanks for inviting me. Yep. You guys all have a great and an awesome week. <laughs>